Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. As Paul continues his letter of encouragement to the Thessalonian believers, he reminds them of his faithfulness to God and his intentional care for them. He does this because some have come into the area and have made false accusations against Paul and Silas. But he also seeks to stir up within his readers a zeal for Christ and their faithfulness to him. Today on Drawing Near, Paul continues by reminding the Thessalonian faithful of the tender care that he and Silas provided while in Thessalonica. Let's take our Bibles and turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and study Serving Affectionately. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. And our Father in heaven, thank you for the love that you have for us and the love that you birth in us as we trust in Jesus Christ and are sanctified by the work of your Holy Spirit and grow in Jesus. We can not only know your love, but we can experience it in such a way that we can share that love with other people. Help us to understand the fruit of the Holy Spirit, to know joy and peace and patience, along with kindness and gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. Father, these things are critical for us, and they're all relational. Paul tells us today that he and Silas not only shared the gospel, but they lived the gospel, the heart of the gospel, the love, mercy, and grace of the gospel in the presence of the Thessalonican people. And Father, I pray that we would understand that this is what we are to do as well, to proclaim the truth, but to proclaim the truth in love. Guide us in our study. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. We'll begin today by reading 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, beginning with verse 7. Paul writes, But we were gentle among you, just as a nursing mother cherishes her own children. So affectionately longing for you, we were well pleased to impart to you not only the gospel of God, but also our own lives, because you had become dear to us. For you remember, brethren, our labor and toil. For laboring night and day, that we might not be a burden to any of you, we preach to you the gospel of God. As Paul continues to share with the Thessalonian believers about his former conduct, his and Silas's among them in sharing the gospel, he's already talked about his boldness. He's already talked about their humility and faithfulness to God, not trying to be glorified themselves or use flattering words or be covetous. He goes on in verse 7 by saying, Rather than all of those things, rather than being weak and timid or flattering or seeking glory or covetousness, he says we were gentle among you. I think that idea is foreign to us today in many ways. The world has become harsh. Maybe it always was. There was a time in my life where even when people were disagreeable in public anyway, there was care not to sound offensive. There was more self-control. There was politeness, courtesy. Now, this wasn't everywhere. I saw a great lack of courtesy and politeness as well. But we've lost what little we've had. 
And Paul says, we were gentle among you. We didn't come in bold and brash. We didn't come in and lord ourselves over you. We didn't belittle you and talk down to you, but rather we were gentle among you. How gentle? Well, just as a nursing mother cherishes her own children. Isn't that a beautiful picture? A nursing mother is tender in feeding her children. He doesn't just say just as a mother. He says just as a nursing one, just as a nursing mother cherishes her own children. Not only is there love there, but there's a gentleness and a care of providing, even at their own expense. We know that many nursing mothers have to get up in the middle of the night because the baby's hungry. We know that the baby really runs the home because of their needs and their desires, and parents sometimes are run ragged in caring for their children. Why? Because they cherish their children. They cherish that responsibility. Paul says we were gentle, just like a nursing mother who cherishes her own children. That's a beautiful picture. We need to look more often at other individuals and cherish them, to see the tender and gentle care that they require and to be very, very careful ourselves to provide that. In verse 8, it says, So, affectionately longing for you, we were well pleased to impart to you not only the gospel of God, but also our own lives, because you had become dear to us. Paul longed for the Thessalonians to be saved. He longed for them to be saved, not because that was simply his responsibility or his job or duty, He affectionately longed for their salvation. He saw them and he had affection for them and he shared the gospel affectionately, not out of duty. There is a duty in sharing the gospel. But we need to look at the individuals who we are sharing the gospel with. We need to see their lostness and their suffering. We need to see their potential damnation, their conviction before God. And we need to affectionately share the gospel and live the gospel in their presence. We need to do this so that we share the gospel from a right heart, a right frame of mind. Paul says, we were well pleased to impart to you not only the gospel of God, but also our own lives. Paul wasn't just sharing a message and walking away. Paul was investing his life in these individuals whom he loved and was gentle toward. He was sacrificing and giving of himself so that they may come to Christ and see Christ in Paul and Silas. Why? Because at the end of verse 8 it says, because you had become dear to us. When we talk about preaching the gospel, we're not just talking about preaching the death, burial, and resurrection. The good news of the gospel is founded in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. But the good news of the gospel also calls us from repentance to a holy life, and it teaches us what that holy life looks like. So when Paul talks about imparting not only the gospel of God, he's not talking about simply telling them how to be saved, but also how to live saved, and he continues it here. He did this. He and Silas did this because the Thessalonian people had become dear to them. Who is dear to you? (laughs) Who in the world? I'm not talking simply about your family or among your friends or even at church. Are there any people that you relate to, that you come in contact with, that you spend your time with, that you allow to become dear to you? Do we share the gospel? Do we share the word of God, the truth of God, 
the life of Jesus Christ with people out of an affection, gently, because of the dearness of others. Paul says in verse 9, calling to the remembrance, for you remember, brethren, our labor and toil. Sharing the gospel, sharing the word of God, living for Christ this way, gently, affectionately, fondly, sacrificially, living the gospel this way is hard work. It's labor and toil. But Paul's not really talking about the labor and toil of sharing the gospel. Look what he says. For you remember, brethren, our labor and toil, for laboring night and day, that we might not be a burden to any of you, we preach to you the gospel of God. We see in other letters of Paul that Paul did not want to be a financial burden to the people he shared the gospel with. So he would work night and day to provide for himself. He says here, we labored and toil night and day that we might not be a burden to any of you. That talks about the kind of gentleness, the kind of cherishing, the kind of affection, the kind of dearness, the kind of imparting our own lives also that Paul is talking about here. He is not asking anything from these people except that they trust and follow Jesus, that they follow his example. And his example is not only in proclaiming the gospel, it's living the gospel even sacrificing some things that he's entitled to in an effort that he might not be a burden to those to whom he preached. Now, this is not a treaty that says everybody who works in the ministry must work on their own dime. But it is a declaration that our attitudes need to be such that the people we share the gospel with owe us nothing. We do not make demands on them. We do not lord our authority or our position over them. We do not talk down to them. We do not serve in the ministry. We do not serve the Lord. We do not share the truth of God's word and live the truth of God's word for ourselves. We do this loving, cherishing, gently, sacrificially, boldly, humbly. That's what we get in this second chapter. We need to take stock of our lives. What are we saying? What are we doing? What are we thinking as we seek to live Christ before people? Now, this is not just a message for ministers and preachers and teachers. Uh, We could all benefit from that. This is a message to all of us because we are all witnesses of the manifold grace of God. We are all to be ready in season and out of season to share the truth, the testimony of Jesus Christ with others. We are all to live out the gospel of Christ in our day-to-day lives. We may not have the calling of a Paul or a Silas, but we do have a calling on our lives. And whatever we do in word or deed, we are to do all for the glory of God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to remember these things. Father, we thank you so much for those who have faithfully proclaimed your word to us, who sacrificially love us, who give their time, their talents, their treasures, so that they might share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Help us to learn the deep truths here. Help us to look within ourselves and evaluate what kind of spirit is in us. Help us to be led by your Holy Spirit. Paul certainly reflects in these words, not only the spirit that is within him, but the spirit of Christ that is within him. 
Jesus behaved the same way. Paul is simply following Jesus, being led of the Spirit. Father, help us to live and serve humbly. Help us to be gentle and affectionate. Help us to allow a dearness to grow between us and those that we live among. Help us to be careful, Father, not to do anything that would hinder the work of your gospel. Guide us, Father, today in living rightly, boldly before you, drawing near to you that you might draw near to us. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.